This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grapevine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Hi, I'm James Hook, and today I'm here with Jill Gordon-Smith. Hi, Jill. Good morning, James. Looking hot this morning? Ah, well, everyone's looking hot this morning. <laughs> I think, yes, we are on what could possibly be one of the hottest days in our lifetime. Yeah, they're saying... It, that um, Adelaide's like 45 degrees forecast today. So when did we last have a temperature like this? Well, that, if that happens, it's 1936, I think. So. so there'd be very few people in the Vale that would have actually been around at that time. Uh, Probably some yeah. of our legends yeah, might actually know what that's like. They might remember. They might remember. <laughs> so um, that gives us the perfect segue into talking about vintage, Verizon and climate change. So... It's hot weather. We've had a big spike of, of hot weather. How is this going to affect our vintage this year? Um, well, a lot of people think that, you know, that obviously uh, hot weather would mean an early vintage. And hot nighttime temperatures does mean an early vintage. But hot daytime temperatures actually shuts the mines down. They, you, can prob- you might be able to hear a little bit of wind in now. Actually, we're getting a little bit of a north wind and everything like that just interrupts the vines um, ripening. Okay, so how does that actually work? Well, what's happening? I guess if we if we look at the vine as a as a um, machine, what it's doing is it's taking um, water from the soil, it's pulling it up through the trunk, and then it's distributing it around the plant, and then it comes out little holes in the leaf. So stomata. Stomata. Yep. Using the technical term. And it, so it's like a like a water pump, and it's using that to keep itself cool in order to keep the temperature inside its leaf at a good level so that when light hits the leaf, it can turn that into sugar and other goodies that ripen the fruit. So photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. So if the heat, if the heat, if the water pump gets turned off because it's too hot, then photosynthesis stops. Okay, so we can see in the vines today some of these grapes have started to change colour. Yeah, so we're at very early Verizon. We're in a, in a in a Grenache block and it's now midsummer, so these are just starting to turn. So when would you normally, in a normal year, expect these grapes to be ripening? Well, these are about two these are these would be the end you know, the last two weeks of March. Okay, so really we may be looking at with this spike, our vintage being pushed back at least a couple of weeks into April. Yeah, th- these would have to be back now into April because today they're like two or three percent coloured. Fair to say, okay. most of these are berries are green, and from from mid verizon from uh, half verizon it would be at least forty five days. Okay, so okay. We, we're looking at two months, and yeah, two months on today, we're already to the end of March. Okay, yeah, that's a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, especially with planning, I suppose that's something that everybody has to really be looking at right now. Yeah, and very hard to plan for labour, very hard to plan for you know your workload during that time. It'll be late. It'll be late. I've noticed as well in this vineyard we have some sunburn. Yeah, a little bit. What and does that, that look like and what, what, what happens? Well, that goes back to the, the water pump not working, the vine not being able to draw water up on the, in the hot weather. And the, the, uh, the berry doesn't have any stomates in it anymore. They've shut. They close off. And so it's very sensitive to high temperature. So obviously if sunlight hits it, it's got no ability to cool itself. So... Berries that are in the sun develop that that welt. They look like they've been um, they've got a blister or a yeah. And how does mark. how does sunburn 
in certain varieties affect flavour? Well, if sunburn falls out, if so if sunburn is so bad that the berry disintegrates and falls out, it doesn't really change it because we almost machine pick everything so that it falls out. However, if it stays in, then it has a has a negative effect on the quality. Yeah. yeah, but it can also have a, can it. also have an effect on, on um, flavour because it will develop certain yeah. flavour compounds that you wouldn't get otherwise. Certain white white varieties, if you have them that have been sunburned, taste like um, sometimes a formic acid. Like yeah, that, that, that flavour. Um, yeah, a lot of apricot character, dried apricot character as well. So what do you suggest, what's the best regime for people in you know, these, these times? What well, should you be doing in the vineyard? It, it's, it's strategic. So um, a vineyard with bare dirt will get, bare soil, will get very, very hot today because there's no cover on it. Um, a vineyard with ground cover and mulch won't get as hot. Um, you might have seen some great photos on social media, people with the um, remote control thermometers and they take pictures of the the soil and the bare soil or black soil can get 70 degrees today. So that's going to reflect back that's up into reflect the vine. Back into the vine. But also what it's doing is any roots in that near that 70 degree soil are going to they'll either die or they certainly won't be working. They okay. certainly won't be able to operate. It's just far too far too high a temperature for them to, to to take up water and things like that. So even if you were watering that vineyard and it was 70 the soil was 60 degrees or something like that, it's not going to do anything. So we're going to take it up. So adding, putting water on is not going to be of benefit currently? or um, You need to have the water down deep today. So it's got, yep. yeah. In that top 40 centimetres, it's just the soil is going to be too hot. So waste of time, waste of water. It's, it's, you had to be doing the prep work in the previous week. So in the week before, it would have been the time to yeah, actually put up. some water and yep. water up onto your vine. Fantastic. It's, um, well, every vintage is a challenge. Yeah, this is a challenge. This, this is a tough one. We've yeah. actually had an interesting vintage. We've had a couple of very severe weather incidents. We had yeah. the last podcast we had was during the uh, the crazy storms, and now we've got this heat spike. Where yeah. do you think that that's? Could you attribute that? Can you attribute that to anything? I heard it really well explained on the ABC radio um, uh, this week because. Obviously, this is the big media event. This is not just an event for us in the grape industry, but it's, it's a serious thing. Pe- people know, hang on, it's, that's very odd. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't come out of nowhere. Um, so the way it was explained, that we sort of have two main drivers of our weather in South Australia. We have, uh, most of our weather, of course, comes from uh, the west, from you know, Western Australia, across the Bight and into South Australia. That's our low fronts come along that way, and um, if uh, there's measures of the Indian Ocean, they call it Indian Ocean Dipole. Uh, and what that's actually tracking is how far north the Roaring Forties wind trade route goes. So, if the Roaring Forties wind, a really strong trade wind, is is north, it pushes the low fronts right across us, and we get nice cooling weather. We get rain. When it's all the way down to the south, that weather goes well south of the land, and we don't see it. So we, so when we're in a dry situation, that's what's happening: is, is that the trade wind is quite a long way south, and we're missing the rain and the cooling. Okay. The low fronts aren't coming through. And then the other one is is the El Nino, which is very famous, which is a Pacific as, oh, pronunciation. 
is a Pacific Ocean problem, similar related to winds and surface temperature. In, in a nutshell, if the wind is really strong across the Pacific Ocean, the rain falls out to sea off of the eastern seaboard of Australia. So we don't see that. We don't see it. So we go into El Nino, we don't get the rain. If it's a weak wind, then the rain falls on the coast. And we, even as far as South Australia, are influenced by that. Because the more rain that falls on the eastern seaboard, the more rain that we get back here and the more cooling. What we're having at the moment is just high pressure cells that are stuck. They're sitting here. They're not being pushed through by that strong, roaring 40s wind and the low fronts. And the, 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 there's just a giant high over the centre. Australia, so the pause button's been pressed. Yeah, there's no influence. there's nothing happening, no influence. Yeah, so we're just, we're just hitting it going, okay, great. That's a really good way of, uh, of describing it. So I suppose in Macarimba, we're very lucky. I mean, after this, we're going for a swim. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a coastal region. Yeah. We're really close to the ocean. Would we get some moderation? Yeah, today we might be okay if the sea breeze comes in. If the sea breeze is strong enough, um, we'll get some temperature moderation. Um, also, I mean, McLarenville is not a built-up urban area, so at least last night it did cool down somewhat. Um, I've been checking my social media this morning and there's all these people getting up at 5am and showing you the temperature was like 34 at 5 in the morning warm. in Adelaide. It's not so bad here. It's only about 34 now and you and I are recording this at 8 in the morning. That's right, and I've been up since 5 and it's around about 23 yeah. degrees, I yeah. think. So there was five. a little bit of cooling overnight. Um, it's nice up on the range where I live because it was it was okay last night. Yeah, yeah and I'm down on the, right, right on the coast, right on the so coast. we can yeah. sleep right through it as well. And that's actually what's happening and helps this region is you've got some you've got a sea breeze effect hopefully, and you've also got probably why there's a little bit of wind at the moment in this recording because um, we're at the we're at the Penny's Hill Vineyard, which is not where the Penny's Hill Winery is. It's actually halfway up the foothills, and there's probably a bit of air movement coming down from the cooler. Um, the cooler air up on the range it's coming down over the plain at the moment and we're getting a bit of churning whereas if this was dead steel we'd be like well that that's fantastic thanks for talking to us about that this, the, today i think it's really relevant this podcast is proudly brought to you by the mclarenvale grape wine and tourism association supporting growers in the mclarenvale wine region